hurts. That is a hell of a way to start this conversation. Yes, Katie, but I- <laughs> tell me, why does your ass hurt? This is not how I wanted it to go. I wanted to be like, my ass hurts. And then you say, what the fuck? And I'm like, great, now that I have your attention, I have an announcement to make. No, 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 you have my attention. Why does your ass hurt? Because <laughs> I, I did glutes and hammy at the gym today. Ouchies. Straight-legged deadlifts are a motherfucker. Ouchies. Yeah. Ouchies. Those, those were also... But, but now that I have your attention... Yeah, um, with your uh, butt I have, pains. <laughs> I have posted Zoe Nolhen on Instagram. Yay! Yay! So it's if there. Yes, yeah, so if I'm so sorry. There were a couple people who were like, I've been waiting to see this. It's like... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> ping me. Poke me. Be like, hey, can you post it? If someone po- pokes me and is like, hey, can you post that picture you said you were gonna i'll do it i'll do it just just sometimes <laughs> oh I need, shit bro sorry i'm sorry i just sometimes i need a little nudge my bad i'm tr- like this is cool i like i have plans but they require money but here we are it's all right so it's, it's fine it is what it is it is what it is so zoe no hens posted if you would like to go check that out on instagram um it's hilarious a a, a fan speaking of pictures a fan oh my god her name holy is- shit <laughs> oh a name, uh, a fan by the name of Mary reached out to us. Sweet, sweet Mary. Um, oh, they reached God out to you, us. God bless you, Mary. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Where did the email go? Oh, the oh, picture. Shit. I have the picture. Um, oh, I saved it on my phone. <laughs> she, she came out titties and axe swigging. So I guess in an episode, Zoe had requested somebody to draw that. And Mary did, in fact, fucking draw that. So it's so good. I will, so I, good. I will post that. I like, I as soon as I hang up with Zoe, I will post it on Instagram. I have her, I have oh. their permission to post, um, post on Instagram. That holy photo. shit! I was straight up. I was at an engagement party when I got <laughs> that, and I just sat my booze down and screamed and everyone was like what the fuck is wrong with you and i was like hey a lot of you listen to the show look at this and they were like holy fuck that's the best thing i've ever seen it's so fucking so good. good it's so good like it's such a fine piece of artwork 15 out of 10 i love it. i want it framed <laughs> i want it framed all right i'll, I'll print it it's off and so send it. funny i'll send it to you <gasps> framed uh i love it so fucking much i occasionally look oh. at it and i'm like oh my god that's so good it's so <laughs> funny she came out titties and axe swinging it's so good forgot what episode <gasps> that's in but i'll got I'll, 80 I'll something 86 86 i don't know 86 somewhere I'll, in there i lost the email I'll to go back and find it but there we go i'll, I'll post that so everyone can see it in all of its glory hilarious i remembered the thing i remembered oh. i remembered remember how i was like there's something so fucking funny that i want to tell you and then i forgot yes I yes what it is tell me so i'm in i'm at work and everyone's down the hall chit-chatting so yeah i, I go wandering down the hallway because i need a little bit of attention during the day so <laughs> i go down the hallway i think it was just asked my manager a question actually so all, all the guys are talking uh, my manager's probably early 30s. There's another guy there in his early 30s. And then there's this old guy. I say old guy. He's 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 old, but he's Mediterranean. So he's like Mediterranean 65. So he actually looks like he's in his late early. No, he's in his late 50s. He looks like he's in his early 50s. He looks pretty good. Gotcha. So gotcha. so he's talking and he of course he's Mediterranean. All he does is talk about food. I'm like, I love it. I'm here for Hell it. Yeah. My chakra is aligned for this. Feed my me. third eye is open for this. Like, tell me. My tummy is ready. Yeah. <laughs> so so he's talking about food. And then he says, oh, I went to this milkshake shop and 
he's like, it's called The Yard. And I start fucking laughing so goddamn hard. I start laughing so fucking hard and nobody else is laughing. What? He, uh, what? The 30-year-old should at least fucking so, get it. So then, so then he turns around and looks at me like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Like the most disgust, like the most like perplexed look on his face. I was like, do you not know that song? And as soon as I said that, the two 30-year-olds start busting out laughing. Yeah. I was fucking cry. I was crying. Who, who decided to come up with a milkshake shop called The Yard? I need to shake their hand. Some motherfucker that thinks like I do. <laughs> and I'm very excited. So <gasps> that's, up, go. that's up here. And we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go. Oh, my. I, and so he, he, I was like, have you never heard the song? And he was like, no. And I said, I, you have to look it up later. I'm not repeating it to you. And My so, milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yes, please. And they're like, it's... It's better than yours. Damn, damn right. right. It's, it's better, better than, than yours. yours. I can I can I teach, teach you, you. But I have to charge. But I have to charge. So... And they do, in fact, charge at the yard. They do. They, they charge you for the milkshakes. So. I love it. I, I, I lost my fucking mind. I, like... Belly laughed, screamed, like, <gasps> I love that. I immediately thought of you. I was like, did Zoe open a fucking milkshake shop and not tell me? <laughs> it me. It's you. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. That's great. That's great. I but, love um, that. Okay. One last thing. And I'll let you tell you a little story. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you sure? Yes. I made I made sure? a I made a Lord of the Rings reference to Blake because it was something like really uh-huh. pale and I was like this looks like the fucking like um Beacon of Gondor or whatever mm-hmm. the light of Gondor I don't I don't whatever the whatever beacons are lit the, yeah the lights of Gondor are lit anyways and he was like oh my god you made a Lord of the Rings reference like it's like <laughs> yes but what are you talking about and he's like you haven't seen I was like yes I have I have seen every single Lord of the Rings a couple of times I just haven't I don't seen the I haven't seen the director's cut that you guys made me watch for four fucking hours. It was great. It was a really good time. It was only one. It was only yeah, one of the movies. I know. We still have to watch the other two. Oh, my God. It's four hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I don't think you can answer the question, where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? Uh, where it's at right now. Oh, no. wasn't it? Be- they didn't They didn't come because the king was under the spell of another, was under a, like a spell and no. he just didn't send That's troops. not Gondor. That's Rohan. You haven't seen the movies. Where was Gondor? Where was Gondor? Listen, well, I didn't. Were, they were <laughs> listen, I didn't say fucker. I didn't say I watched it recently. I just said I watched it. I didn't like follow the lore. I was like, I don't know, twenty. I didn't appreciate it. I watched it. I didn't pay attention to it, but like I saw it on the screen. The, like the fight scenes were cool. I guess the swords and the armor. I don't know. And the hobbits. Swords were, were pretty great. Had hairy feet. I don't know. Yeah, they did. Do does. Okay, tell me your tell me your story. Okay, well, both of these are from this week. They're pretty recent. Um, one of them happened at the place that I work in the retail hell, right? <laughs> so one of them. Um, I recently, because I've been at this place for more than two years, I got two shirts for free, which was great because they're like really nice. They're, it's not the one I'm wearing, but like they're really nice shirts, super comfy. I really like them. They fit really well. They're like men's com- comfy shirts, right? Okay. I wore one to work the first day that I wore one to work, and there's uh, there's a girl uh, that I work with that she stopped what she was doing while I was in the middle of doing what I was doing, and she went, Zoe? And I was like, yeah, and like looked at her, like around the edge of what I was working on, and she goes, 
this is going to sound weird, but I just want you to know that that shirt fits you really well. What the fuck? And I went, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took what I was working on and walked away. Um, wait, wait, was this the creepy girl that was like... No, no, it's a different one. It's a different one, which oh, makes it worse. Oh, no, like... <laughs> like, I don't know, but I like, didn't did wear it, that shirt today. <laughs> like, 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 was it meant to come across like that? Or I don't know, but that's how it came across. It made me really uncomfortable, so I left. And then I had three other people the same day tell me, wow, your hair looks really nice today. I don't know what you did to it, but it's different. It looks really good. It's the same fucking thing that I've done for the last two years. Was it... <laughs> I don't know what's going on, and I'm really uncomfortable. Are you living in the Twilight Realm? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. And then yesterday, which was the day after the previous events, I had someone tell me, you're really pretty. I just want you to know that. And I was like, what? Can everybody stop fucking talking about how I look, please? It makes me uncomfortable. Do not perceive me. Stop it. Wait, were you wearing these new shirts on both of those days? Yes. Go. Go get the shirts. Go upstairs. Yes. I, I want to see them. I want to see them. I'll, I'll show it to you later. I need. Just, oh. No, 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 no. I need. You have to need, see it right now. Yes. We have to capture the reaction <sighs> on. Christ. Come on. Okay. Come on. Elevator music. Hold on. All right. Go get it. <laughs> Boo. Take it off. So for full effect, I put the shirt on. <laughs> this is what I look like. Normal. This is how I always look. Um. I don't understand. I think I might know. <laughs> what? Can I tell you why? Yes. Oh, no. Katie. I have two things. Okay, now that I'm seeing you. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing you. Now that you're... Uh -huh. Now that... Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't... Okay. That color uh -huh. looks so fucking good on you. Holy shit. Okay, Th so maybe it's just the color. Color is definitely making your hair pop. It's making your uh -huh. eyes pop. The second uh -huh. thing is, is from the first shirt to the second oh, shirt no. you're wearing... Yes. Uh, you no longer can hide your boobs. Ah, that's the problem. I bought the shirt too small. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Well, this is unfortunate. It definitely shows off, like, the ladies, you know what I'm <sighs> Well, that explains a lot. It's a very, very flattering color on you, and it is a very, very... F <laughs> These were my anniversary shirts, and now they're ruined. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's a very, very flattering fit on you. That's why. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Wait, wait, why'd you take it off? You just put it back <laughs> on. No. It's just, I don't know. It just something about it. It's just making, uh, like, your eye color pop. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh yeah, that God. happened. That was terrible. I love it. Um, And then, oh, two times now this has happened to me. Um. Second story. This is the second story. So two times now this has occurred to me. Um, one, I was outside with a friend of mine at my house. And both of us are just chilling. And then all of a sudden, there is a green sphere. What? With a red tail. What? Just go through the sky. That was the first time that happened. It probably took like four seconds. Like really quick, right? Like zippy zoo done. Last night... I was with her again, the same person, and I saw the same thing again. So that's kind of weird because I couldn't figure out what it was because four seconds is not long enough for me to go, oh, that's a whatever it is. And I've never seen like a 
comet or anything, like they're green with a red tail. Yeah, they're so. usually just orange. Yeah. So. What? That's wait, weird. Wait. So you saw this twice with the same person in the uh-huh. sky. A green, uh-huh. green, green circle with a red orange tail. It might be the different metals in the um the different metals in the asteroid might be making it burn a different color. I don't know. There are the different materials in it. I don't know. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to uh we'll have to uh what we'll we'll have to look into it. Yeah, we'll have to investigate. We'll have to we'll have to set up uh some UFO cameras outside of your work and see. Yeah, no, no. One was at my house, the other one was at her house. Oh, it wasn't even at so work. Two different places. No, oh. two different places. Two different days, two how, different times. How big was it? Yeah, I mean, it was like super far away, so like little. Wasn't like a big boy. Green fireballs have been seen many times in the sky and are typically explained as meteors whose shock waves lead to electrically charged oxygen similar. Why am I slurring my fucking words today? Similar to. <laughs> fucking tech. To that seen in auroras. In fact, a commercial airline pilot who landed in New Zealand that day, this is talking about in Australia, mm. reported seeing a meteor breaking up into fragments which turned green as the bits descended. In the direction of Australia. The timing of the fireball suggests it might have been debris from the certain da 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 comment. I'm not, I can't fucking pronounce that. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, so it's electrically charged oxygen. Interesting. In the burning of the comet. Interesting. So there you okay. go. The more you know. Oh, hey. Weird. It's just weird that I've seen two comets in less than a week. They look exactly the same. Weird. That is weird. Maybe but I am like, living in the Twilight Zone. But you, you are, um, Right, because you're mm-hmm. you're attractive, and yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you look good Just in that don't. shirt. You look good on that Stop. shirt. Stop. Just quit it. I'm sure your husband agrees. I'm we sure should, he does as well. We should get Stop. we should get his opinion. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's the only one that can say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. See, now you know what it's like to like mm-hmm. be perceived. Be like, oh, look I like at you. it. I look at you walking. How about the fuck not? No, I don't like it. Okay. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah, that was my week. So okay. there we are. I much preferred the yard story. <laughs> That's way better. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. All right. Well, do you want to know what I also like seeing in a um, flattering blue color that makes eyes pops and the ladies pop? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. Yeah. Spooky stories. Mm. <laughs> I'm literally never gonna let it go. I hate this. I don't know why I told you. I'm upset. <laughs> I honestly didn't think you were gonna wear the shirt. Yeah, I should have just not done that, but here we are. Well, I didn't record it, so that's it's only an audio. That's a saving grace, that's at least. Your saving grace. There you go. Yeah, except for the people who I work with. Yeah, they listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Shit! <laughs> I love it. I love it here. Never mind. I take it all back. I need. I need all of you. I need all of you to harass her and ask her to wear the shirt. Please don't. Please do. Please don't. They're super comfy, and I'm still going to wear them, even though it makes me uncomfortable. They're so comfy. Right. So you should just wear them. <sighs> fish, fish for compliments. Be a whore for compliments. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> you're fine. Every, you're you're going to be fine. 
Okay. All right. What do you want? Heads or tails? Uh, heads. What do you want? Heads. heads. Okay. Sorry. I'm tired and I've had a day. It's okay. It's fine. It's all fine. I also have had a day. Yes. You said you wanted heads for the third. <laughs> yes. Okay. Heads. I'm losing my fucking mind. I think you might be. I'm a little concerned. I need to go to sleep. Heads. You go first. Oh, cool. Wild. All right. But. But. But before we go. If you want to support whatever the fuck this is and Zoe getting more curvaceous shirts. Stop. This is payback for all the times that you've in blanket made me uncomfortable. Assholes and Gary. So if you want to support this, please be sure to head over to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the $5 standard tier, and then we have the $7 extra woo-woo tier that includes, yeah. <laughs> that includes <laughs> extra extra videos that we are working on. We're just really slammed right now with work yeah. and uh, a sticker in the mail, and you will get a personal virtual high five from Zoe with her wearing her blue shirt. Nope. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Nope. Oh, my God. I ain't doing it. <sighs> I tried. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. All right. I appreciate your effort. I'm sure they do as well. <laughs> um so yeah. one more thing before we start um yes. this is supposed to be the halloween episode ish spooky so this this episode's gonna be a little bit more spookier <laughs> yeah yeah okay scary so it's more scary we're we tried to i don't know yeah i put in an effort thank you yeah. for your a, for your a plus effort i wouldn't call it a plus i would call it like an effort <laughs> Okay. Um I Kay. I still appreciate you and all of your work, but how how scary can we make this shit every even though we like crack yeah, up? Yeah, I mean jokes? we talk about it all the time, you know? Well I was gonna just say the dumbass jokes we make. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, go. Our jokes are pretty good. I don't know what you mean. They're not that dumb. No, I'm <laughs> okay i mean i didn't i they weren't like mutually exclusive i wasn't saying dumb wasn't funny they're dumb funny jokes okay okay they're dumb funny okay all right i'll accept that okay so this week i'm gonna cover the place that i'm gonna take katie that she's not gonna want to go but we're gonna go so (sighs) waverly hill sanatorium is what i'm gonna cover this week we've never we never covered Covered that one nope we sure didn't why because I want to take you there. I wanted to take you before I did this. But. So you mean to fucking tell me, you bitch, <laughs> that you are going to fucking take me to one of the probably most haunted fucking yeah. places. And before. not tell you? Yes. You piece I of sure shit. fucking was. You piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I never claimed a- to be a nice human. No, I know. I just want to make sure <laughs> that you know where you stand with me right now. Oh, I sure do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this place is uh, located at 4400 Parley at Drive, Lu- Louisville, Kentucky. It's the area code 40272. I really appreciate that. Very scary. <laughs> the address Very scary. is in there. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. No, this is a place that you can visit. So okay. I want you to have the address to do so. Yes, thank you. Um, I will keep it on hand for when I when I don't go. You're gonna go with me. It's gonna happen. Sorry. Mm, we'll, you'll be we'll, all right. We'll make a we'll make a thing out of it. Yeah, we we definitely will. Yes. If we're gonna go, I just thought about uh-huh. this. When yeah. we go, we like if we can like make an episode about going uh-huh. to these places and then like yes. capitalize off of my fear and trauma. I'm aware. I think I've been I've been trying to do that this whole time. 
Oh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize like the capitalization off of the drama. The yeah. drama that I could, could potentially be worth it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. we'll talk. All right, get we'll in talk. the car. It's in Kentucky. It's not far. It's uh, like four hours for me. It's a little longer for you, yeah, but it's, it's not. It's, it's not that far. <sighs> not that far. Okay. Well, all right. Okay. Okay. So the land for this area, the sanatorium where it now stands was purchased by Major Thomas H. Hayes in 1883 for his family home. Because of course it was. That's always how any like big scary haunted place starts out. Some some guy bought it for his family. Children. Right? Whatever. Eh. Your husband so- <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Oh my. For some odd reason, I thought when he walked behind you, it was somebody behind me. And I was, I was going. I was ready. You're ready. <laughs> I don't, he's so, so quick. He's so fucking quick. I know he is. He's very spry. Okay. Tomorrow's him's birthday. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I'll, uh, don't, don't. No, 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 it's no, fine. No, 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 no. Ah. Yeah. no, that just popped into my head, so I said it. So, okay. this right. place. We'll come back to that. We're talking about uh, Major Thomas H. Hayes. Yes. We're talking about your husband's birthday. Okay. It's tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Mr. Hayes was a rich man, a big rich man. A rich big man. No, I think he was just a big rich man. And since local schools were like pretty far from the land that he purchased, he decided that he was going to open a schoolhouse on his property for his children because that's what you did, obviously, when you had a lot of money instead of sending them to school. You just made a school. Is this how rich people is like, "Mm, I don't have this amenity near me, so I'm just going to build it right next to me. My fucking God. Yeah. So that's 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 what happened. So, okay. He hired a Miss Lizzie Lee Harris as the teacher. Uh, she had a love for the author Walter Scott's Waverly novels. So it was like a series, the Waverly novel series. Um, okay. And so w- she asked Major Hayes, she was like, oh, my goodness, I just really love this like book series so much. Can we name the school Waverly? Nerd. And he was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. That's great. And he loved it so much that he renamed his like whole property Waverly Hills. Okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah, right? Okay. I think that's precious. Okay. So, fun fact, I don't know if you know this or anyone that listens to us knows this, but it just popped into my brain and I was like, I have to tell everybody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason that school teachers were traditionally women or are traditionally women, like, we're starting to, like, break that mold now in the 20th century, but, like, previously it was always women, right? The reason is because young unmarried women... It was their job in between, like, getting away from their parents and marrying. So they didn't have any education. It was just a, hey, you're a school teacher now. Congratulations. Because you need practice taking care of kids and teaching children. Fun fact. So it was an uneducated teaching the uneducated. Yep. Absolutely. Where the fuck does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Fun fact. So in the early 1900s, we're moving forward a little bit, like 20 years, Louisville, Kentucky had one of the highest rates of tuberculosis deaths in the United States. Holy shit. Yes. So with the beginning of industrialism, as well as just the geographic makeup of where they were located, because basically they're they're in the Ohio Valley, so it's like a little bowl, and like no fresh air ever really gets to it because it's in a little bowl. Damn. So disease spreads real bad. Okay. I didn't... like. It's just weird how, like, even though you go outside, that's fresh air, but the air is still not fresh enough for the TV. Yep. yep. Ridiculous. Oh, okay. Ooh. So as a result of that, and in an attempt to contain the disease, like, a board of tuberculosis 
hospitals was established in 1906. And they looked around at Louisville and were like, ah, no, this is, we don't really need that, like, in the city. So, like, what? Do, how can we segregate those people so that they don't get everybody else sick? How do we do this? So they started looking around and they came across the Hayes property because it's a pretty good distance from the city. It's really pretty, which, you know, TB people obviously need patience. They obviously need that. It needs to be pretty. And it uh, was at a higher altitude, so they would get more airflow. Okay. Because, you know, a cure for tuberculosis was fresh air, for whatever reason. That That's backed by Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, can't confirm. Can't confirm. Yeah. Fresh air. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. The cure. <sighs> go so outside. The, just, just take a step outside. You'll be fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> if you get one of those Tiber tests and they come back with the, the little bump on your arm, no, it's okay. You just go outside. You don't need antibiotics. That way. Just go that, outside. Is that the TB test? Mm-hmm. Is it in your arm? Yeah. yeah. Where they put the, the little stuff under and then like circle it. And if it swells, it means you have tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah. It's a titer test. That is the worst fucking way I have ever heard of. It sucks. Testing for something. Yeah. I've had it three times and it sucked every time. Why? Oh my God. Because if you work with kids, you have to get um, like cleared that you don't have TB. <laughs> so if you work in daycares, if you work in uh, like Girl Scouts camps, like stuff like that, because I did Girl Scout camps, you have to get a TB test. Or if you work with like any kind of like child education, it's like even the folks at tech have to get a TB test. That's where I got mine done. Is it tech? It's, it's 2022. Yeah, it still happens, though. TB is still a thing. Yeah, but we can cure it, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, antibiotics. Yeah, it's just, do you have it? Okay, we're going to have to fix that before you can be around these fucking kids. How do you not know if you have fucking TB? I don't know. <laughs> I guess you uh-huh. can be confused with, like, allergies. Yeah. Because that's I also mean, before it gets to big bad. Prevalent, yeah. And then your yeah. fucking lungs are liquefying. Anyways, I don't know how TB mm-hmm. progresses. But anyways, go ahead. Okay. I don't either, but it's icky. I wonder how <laughs> they actually figured out who had TB. Because what if it was just somebody had, like, a really bad cold or if they had cancer or, like, any other number of things that was affecting their pulmonary system? Do you think they just got shoved on, shoved in with the TB patients? And, th- and then mm. they got TB. So then there they yeah. go. They're, they're right. already fucking there. I guess That's they're where they need to be. The worst. Um, how did they test for TB in early... 1900s. Early 1900s. 19,000s. I love it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, delete the extra zero, you ass. Okay. Uh, 2007. No, 2007. Jesus Christ. 1907. Clems uh-huh. von Perquet developed a Bless skin you. test that put a small amount of tuberculin <gasps> under the skin. So that was wow. So they still like, use it. It was in 1907 that that. That's fucking cool. No, get a better fucking <laughs> test. Jesus Christ. I mean, if the oldies work, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yes so they literally in- inject tuberculin into your skin and if wild you react you have it yeah that's so weird that was li- that wow damn okay shit okay Get it. okay cool something wow 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 <laughs> so i don't even remember where i was okay uh, so this place higher altitude it's really pretty right there you go yes so the board decided that they were going to keep the land's name of Waverly Hills because it sounded peaceful. <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't anymore. Nope, it sure doesn't. doesn't take long for it to not be. So construction began on Waverly Hills Sanatorium in 1908. 
The property took two years to build, and there was a, like, two-story wooden administration building as well as two connected open-air pavilions on either side, each to house 20 male and female patients. The project cost $25,000 or about $80,000 now. Cool. So it's, it's pretty small. It's pretty it's pretty small. It is like, small. Yeah, like 40 people max. That's pretty fucking small. That's like Ooh. just a mansion, just whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just some big pavilions and I guess some places to sleep. That's not, it's not big. I guess the population in Kentucky still wasn't all that big. Eh. I don't know. But the new sanitarium, sanatorium, I don't know why I wrote sanitarium, (laughs) opened officially on July 26, 1910. And of course, due to rapid increase of TB cases, the original uh, 40-person hospital was soon at capacity. Even with additional pavilions for space for patients was minimal. Oh, so, Jesus. Additional pavilions, that means to me, people are just on beds in the pavilion sleeping outside. Yeah, and that's how, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can find pictures of that, actually, <gasps> and it makes me very upset. Because uh, it's just a bunch of folks laying on beds with snow on the ground outside. They're going to freeze to death. Yep. Awful. Ooh. So... There's there's a little tidbit for how bad things can be. I think I think I know now why this place is haunted as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, with careful planning, uh construction began on a new five-story brick and concrete sanatorium in March of 1924. That's a large time frame. So, the building would house 400 patients and opened October 17th of 1926. Cool. Yeah. Great. Great. 40 to 400. Let's go. (laughs) So so over the years, Waverly became uh, a nearly self-sufficient community. It had laundry facilities, a maintenance garage, a butchery, and several hundred acres of farmland that, like, the patients and the staff actually worked. Yes. I have a question. I have an answer, hopefully. What happened to the guy? Which guy? The guy who originally fucking lived here. Oh, he died. And then he, like, sold the land or his family sold the land or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> okay. He just disappeared. He, Poof, it, he was gone. That, he's just out of the fucking story. He, done. He, we don't need to know, yeah. fucking know about him. Yeah, we talk about him and where the name come from, and that's really, it's, it's his relevance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. That's what we got. All right. So, uh, at the time, Waverly Hills was known as the most advanced TB sanatorium in the country. But Whoa. as we know... There were no drugs until the 1970s, I think, for tuberculosis. So, like, there wasn't really a cure. So that's bad, nope. right? That's that's not good. So the prime treatment for TB patients was fresh air, plenty of nutritious food, and just uh, hope. That's what you got. God damn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the treatments for TB were not good. They were not fun. We're gonna talk about that real quick. So if like, um. This one less so, but in a minute, I'm going to give like a big bad warning. Um, This is just kind of gross, but like patients would have their lungs exposed to ultraviolet light to try and stop the spread of bacteria. Yes. Are you going to explain how the fuck that they expose their lungs to ultraviolet? Um, In some cases, yeah. Uh, Typically, what they would do is just put patients in sunrooms that use artificial light in the hopes of it like diffusing down like the air they were breathing would be clean and what they would breathe out would have the bacteria and would be contaminated. Uh, There's some further um, bad things that we'll get to in a minute. I hate it. It's worse than that. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, artificial sunlight was a good thing, right? It, yes. it cleaned what what the fuck ever. They would also be put outside on open open porches and then on the roof for the fresh air, right? That one's not so bad, except like h- huge sections of this place like not just the porch but like certain parts of it had no windows like there were walls where like and there were open sections where there should be windows but there was no windows so like you would just roll up to like a balcony basically where it was just like open air but those folks would be outside all weather didn't matter if it was 80 degrees it didn't matter if it was 20 degrees they would be sitting there with the airflow and like that wind could be bitterly fucking cold. Yeah, I feel like that's not good for the lungs. No, it sure isn't. No. There's um, the picture that I mentioned um, with them laying outside, just with a couple of blankets covering them, not a lot of blankets, and they're just hanging out. And there's snow everywhere. There's snow on them because it's snowing. It's not. It's not. It's not good. That is fucked up. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. It I cried when I looked at that picture because it was like, all those fucking people are dead. Like, oh my goodness, it was not good. I didn't yeah. put it in the notes because I didn't want to traumatize anybody, but you can find them pretty easily. If you want to traumatize yourself. <laughs> yep, it's not cool. So those treatments were like baby shit compared to these. So here's a trigger for body horror because I don't know like how else to say it. Gore? Yeah, maybe that. So some some patients had balloons surgically implanted into their lungs and filled with air to expand them so their patients could get more air. Because that's the, how that works. Were the bo- No, you just crushed all the brachii in the lungs. Yep. And those people suffocated. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Which is a fucking awful way to die. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Great. Yep. Uh, that one's tame uh, compared to... The folks that would have their ribs and the surrounding chest muscles removed uh, to allow the lungs to expand further while they breathed so they would get more oxygen. Is that even how that fucking works? No, it is not. Because you actually need your chest muscles to help constrict and release for you to breathe. Fun fact. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, those, both those treatments, the balloon and the, the, the lung exposure, um, were seen as a last resort for people who were dying. Like they're, they're going to die. Uh, but the fun fact, of course they were going to die and now they're dead because you don't come back from either one of those. Like that, that is not, there, there is a 0% chance of survival from either one of those. Like, (laughs) so that's awful, awful. Um, so somehow some of the patients survived. Like, just this whole ordeal of being in this place. Ugh. And they were allowed to, like, leave and return to their families, which is cool. It's great. That's actually really good. I like that. Um, <laughs> most of them did not. Uh. Yeah. Um, they left through what was called the body shoot. Bruh. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, the body shoot. So uh, this was an enclosed tunnel for the dead that led from underneath the hospital all the way down the mountain like, or the hill or whatever, like, it was a 500 feet tunnel, basically, where, like, the bodies would be lowered down onto a waiting train. There was a little staircase that the employees would walk down, they would get in the train, and they would drive the bodies down the hill so that they could be dealt with. It was done like that because the doctors were like, hey, if all of these people see their friends dying, they're gonna get sad and they're gonna die. They're already sad and dying, like, (laughs) <laughs> Suddenly someone disappears. Of course they're dead. Like, what? Anyway. 
Uh, it's it's the thought that counts. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, so uh, just there's a crazy number of people who died in this place. Some say as many as fifty thousand. Holy, that shit. is not an accurate number because I did research that because I was like, that's fucking high. Hold on. Yeah. In reality, the largest number of people to die in a single year from tuberculosis in Kentucky was 152 in one year, which is still a fucking lot of people. That's that's quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, the number decreased to 42 by 1955. So all of that, like, figured in together and with, like, an accurate number of people verified through death records, it was probably about 6,000 people that died in, during the operation of this place. Which is still a lot. That's still a lot for a singular place. Yep, with a 400 patient max capacity. 6,000 people. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. So by the late 1930s, tuberculosis had finally kind of started to decline. Here it is. It's not the 70s. By 1943, those two numbers are not the same. Uh, (laughs) Medicine had pretty much eradicated it in the United States, which is good. It's great. Yay, we love that. Science. Woo. It's good shit. Let's go. So Waverly Hills was closed in 1961 due to just the lack of need for it because there weren't that many tuberculosis patients and they could be handled in regular hospitals. It was, however, reopened later that year as Woodhaven Geriatrics Sanitarium. Oh my god. Yeah. So now it went from like tuberculosis patients to old folks that more often than not had varying stages of dementia or mobility issues or like severe handicaps, like mental handicaps, like stuff like that. So during this time, there were immediately rumors and stories of patient mistreatment. And some of those, some of them were proven false. Not all of them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, Which I mean, like, just the typical stuff that goes on in nursing homes. Like when you go through the process of like working at a nursing home, they prep you for all sorts of stuff. Like just generalized training is, hey, you're going to see some fucked up things. Let's talk about it. Because I mean, it's it's a really stressful and awful situation anyway. Yeah, because the end game for your patients are they're going to die. Correct. Yeah. And for a lot of folks that work in healthcare or like, um, sunset care, whatever they call it, like right. people as they're dying. Um, it's really easy for your brain to compartmentalize and not view them as a person. Just view them as something that you're taking care of. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because the trauma of like seeing something like that, these people like degrading and dying over time, um, which is not healthy and not okay, but does happen. Right. You can't. You can't yeah. uh, not treat them like a human, so you. Correct. Get less trauma from right. the passing. Yeah, <laughs> you still have to treat them like people. Yeah. So, all of that taken into account, um, in the 1960s, budget cuts led to worse conditions. Oh my worse god! Worse conditions, um, and patient mistreatments skyrocketed. Oh my god! And then in 1982, the facility was closed for good when a grand jury inspection found sev- severe patient abuse and just stop the fucking facility they were like now we're done uh-uh no you don't get to do that to people whoa so that's cool Ugh. so that following year most of the land that made up waverly hills was auctioned off and the main hospital building several other remaining facilities and 40 acres were purchased by a simpsonville developer jay, jay clifford todd 
So Mr. Todd planned to <laughs> to turn the hospital into a minimum security prison. Because, uh, I mean, it's already, bad things have already happened there. Let's just make it worse. Yeah, let's so, just keep fucking piling on the <laughs> shit plate, yeah. please. Like, who was? It's fine. Uh, my God. <sighs> so, um... He abandoned that idea pretty quickly because there was a massive protest from the surrounding areas. Why? Because a minimum security prison is still a prison. And that's like residential area now. Yeah. So they're like, buddy, we don't we don't want a prison like 15 miles from our children. Like, no, what? So, Fair. yeah. So after that, he decided to turn it into apartments, but then drop that idea after lack of funding as well. Yeah, I was about to say, that's so, a lot of remodeling and cleaning yeah. up to do. Yeah, so Mr. Todd just didn't didn't work out. Okay. So then, in March of 1996, Robert Alberhasky bought Waverly Hills. He wanted to construct the world's tallest statue of Jesus oh on the site. Oh my along, god. Along with an arts and worship center. No, they're star- starving people? Fuck them. Nah, let's just build the largest fucking Jesus statue ever and just... Ooh, yeah, ah! that's a good I, idea, right? That's great. I hate that shit so much. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it's... Um, <laughs> so the statue was inspired by the famous statue of Christ on Cor- Corcovado Mountain in Rio de Janeiro. Is that the one? You know, the, the big on, one. The on big the Jesus one. Yes. That, yeah. That's T-posing with the... Yeah. Yes. Looks like, it, looks like it belongs in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> okay. the one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it would have been designed by Louisville sculptor Ed Hamilton and architect Jasper Ward. Yes. What's the name of the town? Louisville. 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 Yeah. I love how people in the South pronounce it. Louisville. Louisville. It's Louisville. No, it isn't. It's literally spelled. <laughs> it can be spelled however it wants. It said Louisville. I know. When we first moved here, we were we called it Louisville, and we were very quickly corrected and made fun was, of. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, where is where is Louisville? You mean Louisville? You mean Louisville? Yeah. I Vol. Can't, I can't say. It's it. not Ville. It's Vol. <laughs> like V-U-L. Vol. I'm so Vol. There you go. I. <laughs> that felt gross. I just want you I'm to so know. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you did great. Mm. So the first phase of this uh, statue project uh, would cost $4 million, Holy and it would be the, <laughs> the construction of the 150-foot-tall statue to be situated on the roof of the sanatorium. There ain't no fucking way that building is going to support that Jesus. Ooh, so but, the second phase uh, four million dollars to a jesus statue or four million dollars to the poor people let's go with jesus statue Ooh. the second phase would have been to convert the sanatorium into a chapel theater and gift shop for eight million dollars plus i'm gonna snap this fucking boomstick eight million dollars for a goddamn fucking gift shop i know fuck isn't that the crazy homeless people i yeah um, Right? Obviously. Yeah, no, that that is that is a thing I get into arguments with people here in Cookville now that we have those laws where the homeless folk that are asking for money can get arrested. Oh man, I get lit. Anyway, let's mm. move on before I scream. Ah, so Albert Haskey's plan fell through. 
Big surprise. Thank God. Wild. He was only able to raise $3,000 <laughs> in a what year. A, what a fucking dick. <laughs> One year, $3,000. He only needs, what, $12 million to make his plan work? Fucking idiot. He didn't even get close. No. He didn't get fucking cool. Like, didn't even hit a percent. That poor boy. Fuck oh, him. He needs to go back to the drawing board, figure out something else for his life. So the project was canceled in December of 97. So over the next several years, Waverly just fell into disarray. Nobody really paid attention to it. It's whatever. Then, in 2001, Waverly was purchased by Tina and Charlie Mattingly. When they purchased the property, it had nearly been destroyed by time, the elements, and vandals who were looking for a thrill. Waverly was known as the local haunted house and was just a magnet for the homeless folk that were looking for shelter, as well as teenagers looking for ghosts. Because makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's actually allusions to Waverly in a lot of TV series that I've noticed. Like, there's one in the Supernatural is one. Like, there's a hospital that they visit. It was a mental institution that's very similar in effigy to Waverly. Mm-hmm. They go there. And then there's um, a couple other TV shows that have, like, similar, like, mental institutions or stuff like that that just have really similar stories to what happened at Waverly, so. I wonder if uh, American Horror Story did a thing on Waverly. Could have, honestly. I I feel like that would definitely fit into there. Absolutely, it would. I think that would make sense. Is is American Horror Story still going? I don't know. I never watched it. I watched the first season. It was in my jam. Yeah, and I was like, this is a little... Oh, I watched the Lady Gaga one. That's the oh. one I watched. Was that, the is one. that the one with the witches? That She's a vampire in that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I have no vampire. idea. I don't watch it, so. Going to suck your blood. Does she say that? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's great. Ugh. So anyway. since their purchase, uh, they have established Waverly Hills Historical Society. Historical Society. In an effort to raise funds to help restore the interior of the old sanatorium, uh, they do this by offering tours, um, an annual haunted house in the main building's first floor, and host private events in the restored laundry room. Ooh. What? Yeah. The laundry room? Yeah. It's like a, a pretty event place now. Oh. I don't know. Host yeah. private events in the restored yes. laundry room. Got it. Yes. I just... Yeah. No, you're I, good. I heard the sound coming out of your mouth. It just did not make it past my eardrum and my brain did not process it correctly. It's fine. It also doesn't really make sense to have it in the laundry room. So, you know, yeah, there's that's, that. But that's probably, <laughs> it's fine. That's probably also why I didn't understand. Yeah. So, well, uh, laundry room. That's cool, I guess. Wash away your cares. Ha 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 ha. So, now we're on to the spooky ghosty boys. Wash away your cares. <laughs> <laughs> I took a minute. Yeah. Ghosty just, boys. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Tell me. It's fine. So there are so many spirits attached to this building, which makes sense because like 6,000 plus people died here and it, they didn't die easily. It wasn't a swift or comfortable death. It no. was not not good. You like, probably drowned in your own, you drowned in your own blood and lungs. Yeah. Lungs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's not a fun way to go because anybody oh. who's been sick can recognize oh hey my pulmonary system's not doing what it's supposed to do but imagine that but a million times worse not good Uh. yeah so it's hardly a surprise that this place is so fucking haunted makes sense right (sighs) so here's just some like generalities about the place you will constantly hear slamming doors constantly 
you will hear whistling. Uh, you will see, if you're standing outside looking at the place, you'll see lights on in the rooms as if there's someone in there, even to sections that don't have power. Oh my god. You'll hear, yes. Question, wait. Answer, yeah. This building that is being uh-huh. called the Waverly Sanatorium. Yes. Is it the 40 patient building or the 400 patient building? 400 patient building. Okay, great. So it's built now in like a batwing structure. Um, you can actually look up blueprints for it online, but it's like got a, a front section that's kind of flat and then two sections that kind of like cross down. It looks almost like if the Pentagon was cut in half. Ah, okay. That's what it looks like. Um, okay. So that's the 400 patient facility. Okay, thank you. Five floors. Big boy. It's so really it's just, pretty. So it's just five floors of fucking bullshit is what you're telling me. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. It just, yes. Um, the lights. In a, yeah, the lights. In addition to that, you'll hear bangs, clanks, slams, just regular walk-in footsteps and then running footsteps. It's the running ones that I cannot do. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shuffling. You hear shuffling like somebody's like shuffling around because they don't feel good. Uh, Which makes sense. Some visitors have had things thrown at them. (laughs) Other visitors have been either touched, grabbed, or pushed. People will often see apparitions in the doorways and the corridors that, like, duck into rooms and disappear. Or go from one room to another. If if you remember um, Austin, the very first interview we had, he went to Waverly and he experienced that. Where somebody he- went into a room and he was like, what the fuck? And like went to find them and there was nobody there. Or somebody he- was like looking at him. Oh, the- oh, oh, that was mm-hmm. the one. That was yep. the one. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is also where he had, he experienced his first crawling Crawler. ghost. Yes. I, I wanted to yeah. ask, but I also didn't want to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Waverly. That's you, here. You fucker. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Get in the car. So there is a spirit on the third floor, a little girl that likes to run up and down the hallways and you'll hear her little pitter patter of feet because you can always like identify the weight difference. So uh, kids feet sounds different than adult feet. So you always hear like a little girl, like a little kid running. You can see her in a little dress sometimes. Oh, yeah. There's a little boy who is seen on the third floor, I think, playing with a little leather ball. His spirit is known as Timmy. Timmy. If you roll a ball down the hallway, Timmy will roll it back. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. You that's... can play ball with Timmy. Play... <laughs> play play ball with a little dead kid. Yeah, less cute. <laughs> <laughs> there is a ghostly hearse that has been seen at the back of the building uh, with coffins around it. What do you mean a ghostly hearse? Like, it's not real, but there's a hearse there. Like, it's like the image of a hearse with, like, coffins. No, nothing of what you're... <laughs> everything you just said was a contradiction. Is it tangible or not? No. So... Not tangible. Ev- so, every once in a while, the a ghostly reanimation of a of hearse, a hearse. Yeah. will show up in the back. Yes. That's fucked up. Yep. Yep. That's not a good time. Mm-mm. There is a woman. I just got the cold chills. There's a woman who is seen. This one's a little bit of a trigger warning. Trigger BT warning dubs. for trigger warning for yeah. self harm. Trigger yeah. Trigger thank you. Warning for self harm. Okay. Uh, there's a woman who is seen, uh, bleeding from her wrists, crying for help. 
no idea where she came from. I I would I would vomit. I would mm-hmm. just yeah. Yep. That. Oh. I don't know why, but I just, I got the cold chills down my little ribbies. <laughs> On the fifth floor, floor number five, uh, it's made up. So like the fifth floor is made up of two nurses stations and on either side. Hey, thank you. On yeah. either side of the nurses stations are patient rooms. And in between the nurses stations are a pantry, a linen room, a medicine room. So one of the rooms up there is 502. And 502's had some fucked up stuff happen. So here's another trigger warning for self-harm and suicide. Um, 502 is known for people jumping out the window to their deaths. In this room, people will experience overwhelming sadness as well as see shapes moving around the room while they're in the room. And they will like see it across the window as it moves in front of the window or... Inverse, when they're down, they'll see a light on and see something moving in front of the window. Both that are re- not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was, all I was going to say is it sounds like a hot-ass room. Activity. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sure is. People will hear disembodied voices. Also in this room, we... I, not we, but there has been. I don't know why I chose the word <laughs> we. Royal we. <laughs> the royal we have found um, a nurse dead in this room. Uh, she hung herself from the light fixture she was only 29 she was unmarried and pregnant oops she can some say that she contracted tb some say that she did not i don't know uh but either way she was depressed and chose to take her own life Mm. she's still seen roaming the halls uh quiet and sad that's so sad yeah not cool then in 1932, another nurse was found here. Well, not found. She um, she jumped from the roof patio several stories to her death. Uh, nobody knows why. Nobody has any explanation for why she jumped. And some people actually think she was pushed. Just wow. with the amount of people that get pushed. So Ah, he was a pusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody's pusher. mean. <laughs> Somebody's a spiteful little asshole. Yep. So I did find a firsthand experience that I wanted to read to you because I thought it was just, it was so fucking good. Um, So this person went to Waverly with a good friend of theirs who had been to Waverly before and knew all about Waverly. And this person didn't know shit and was like, yeah, let's go. That sounds fun. Sounds like somebody we know. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 are you trying to? Oh, oh I'm sorry. I, didn't, I wasn't yeah. picking up what you're putting oh, no, down. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it sounds yeah? like some shit I do to you. So. yeah so they go to waverly and there's one floor that is locked it's kept locked for people's safety because part of the floor is falling in oh i thought it was i thought it was just that haunted i was like we're breaking in i mean could be could be you just talk to the owners and they're like hey be careful sign this waiver um so these folks go here they go onto this this is the fourth floor they go in wait huh they go onto the floor that is locked. Yes. Yeah, they're let into the floor. Okay, that was okay. the last floor that they went to. And it was, hey, be careful. The floor is rotting. Make sure that you're paying attention to where you step. Because okay. we do not want you to go through the floor. It's bad, right? Right. <sighs> so they'd been through the rest of the of Waverly Hills. Like, they'd been everywhere else except for the fourth floor. That was the last place they were going to go. They didn't have any other experiences. Nothing happened till, till the fourth floor. <laughs> So, 
When we finally arrived on the fourth floor, I got the distinct feeling that something strange was in the air. I make absolutely no claims to be psychic whatsoever, but there was just something about this floor of the hospital that felt different. What had been nothing more than just an old ramshackle and broken down building suddenly seemed different. I can't really put into words why it felt so strange, but it almost seemed to be as if there was like a presence that I hadn't encountered anywhere else. Right away, super eerie, weird stuff started to happen. We had entered the floor in what I believe was the center of the building. Behind us was a wing that I was told was not safe to enter. So it was only like part of the building, not the whole fourth floor. Okay. Not safe to enter and was the, the sections of the floor had started to fall in. And it was off limits to visitors and tours. The strange thing for me and my friends was that both of us clearly heard the sounds of doors slamming from that part of the building. <laughs> huh. That's cool. Uh, I can assure the reader that it was not the wind. The wind was not strong enough that night to have moved any of these heavy doors because all those doors are metal. Keep that in mind. All these are oh. like heavy metal fucking doors. Oh, that's so fucking loud. Yep. That's absolutely so fucking loud. And it takes a lot of force to slam those things. Like for them just to like blow closed, I could maybe see, but like to slam? No, no. No. No, no, no. Spooky. <laughs> So it clearly sounded as though someone was closing them very hard. When I questioned my friend about who else could be up here with us, he explained to me how unsafe the floors were. I investigated on my own and determined that he was correct. There was no one walking around on that part of the floor. I switched off my flashlight and we walked down the corridor using only the dim ambient light from outside. What the, the hallway. <laughs> that's what, what you do when you're spook hunting. Spooky spooky fuck, hunting. Fuck off. I, that's, <laughs> that's the part I do. don't. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Let's go. We can do it. I believe. Uh, we can do it. I believe. Yeah. Let's go. When, when it's warmer. Okay. That's acceptable. Okay. okay. So this hallway runs through the center of the building and on either sides of it are former patient rooms. And okay. So this is, this is something I want to like break away from this person's story for just a second. When you look at pictures of Waverly, the hallways are so small down the center of these patient rooms that if the doors were open, you would hit them as you're trying to walk down the center. So they're not what you think of when you think of like a traditional hospital where they're wide enough for those big beds. These are fucking little ass hallways. Oh. Like, I think it might be the width of a like current wheelchair. Like, very fucking small. Are you f with the doors open? Yes. Or mm, not even with the doors open. It might be like a wheelchair width with them closed. Like, Are you serious? They're super small. That's almost claustrophobic. Oh, very much so. I have a picture in one of these that is... Which one? I don't remember. Not that one. No, that's some really pretty pictures of Waverly Hills, but that's not what I want. I want a picture of the hallways. Maybe it's this last one. Nope. Did I not fucking... Okay. You're killing me. It's fine. You're fine. I'm not fine. Okay. My apologies. They're a little bit wider. But yeah, if all the doors are open outward, you're going to hit the doors as you're walking. Like, you're, it's just gonna. Um, it, they're a little bit wider. But you, yes. yeah, it's only like only two people can like. Yes. Walk side by side. If there was a third person, it would definitely be uncomfortable. Correct. And if the two people walking side by side were to put their arms out, they would like what? smack the walls. Yes. Yes. Terrifying. Very small. So not quite as small as I had originally anticipated, but very, very fucking small. Regardless. It's still, it's still small. Little. Is that where I was? I can't fucking see. Yeah, Thank switched you. off. Of, uh, the hallway runs on the center of the building. Okay, that's the center. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So beyond these rooms is the porch that opens up to the outside. It was there where patients were placed to take in the fresh air. And there was no glass ever placed over those like big outer windows. So the fresh air could come in and you didn't have to go to the roof. You could just go to that like open air porch area on every floor. Okay. So as a result of that, no glass was ever put in. So the interior of the floor was kind of open to elements and everything ever since. Because no glass was ever put in. Right. So on this night, the windows also illuminated the corridor thanks to like the low hanging clouds and just the the lights that glow over Louisville. So as they're walking down this dark and murky corridor, I began to see shadows that flickered back and forth. I was sure that it had to have been a trick of the eye, likely caused by the lights or the wind moving something outside. But it was where the corridor angled to the right that I got a look at something that was definitely not a trick of the eye. Oh my god. So in order to understand what I saw, I have to explain the hallway ahead of us continued straight for a short distance, then turned sharply to the right. In the early 1900s, most institutions of the style were de- designed in this manner, and it was dubbed the Batwing design, which meant that there was a main center to each building and then wings extended right and left. That then again aligned again so that they ran slightly backward like a bird or a Batwing. Directly at that angle ahead of us was a doorway that led into a treatment room. I only noticed the doorway in the darkness because the dim light from the windows beyond it had caused it to glow slightly. This made it impossible to miss since it was straight ahead of us. We took a few more steps and then without warning, the clear and distant silhouette of a man crossed the lighted doorway. <laughs> pressed it, passed into the hall, which is where they're fucking standing, by the way, into the hall and then vanished into a room on the other side of the corridor. So this is a common thing that happens. Crazy. Oh my god. So they got a distinct look at the figure, they knew it was a man, and that he was wearing what appeared to be a long white drape that could have been a doctor's coat. That would make sense. The sighting only lasted a few seconds, but I know what I saw. For some reason, it shook me so badly, I yelled and grabbed my friend. I demanded that he turn on his flashlight and help me search for the man who had disappeared into that room. But upon entering, that room only had one way in and one way out, and there was no one in the room. Gross. I hate it. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, fun fact, Zach Bagel Bites and his crew went there and captured video evidence of a shadow figure moving from one room to another. That exact same kind of shadow figure. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Yep. You're joking. No, I'm serious. They also got EVPs saying, get going to get Zach, because of course they did. Um, you're not going to make it, which made me very sad. Uh, good luck tonight, and I'll keep him. They caught whistles, steps, moans, and bangs all throughout, like, just ambient sounds their whole night. And Zach also got his little anky grabbed. Somebody touch his anky. Someone grabbed his little anky. Yes. And something that happened off camera, so I can't, like, verify it actually happened. This They went and visited Waverly when Nick was still a part of the team. Mm-hmm. Aaron claims that he saw Nick duck into one of the rooms. Like, straight the fuck up was like, that's Nick. And then he went and was like, hey, Nick, what are you doing? Nick wasn't in the room. I got chills. Yeah. So then he was like, Nick, where the fuck are you, bro? On, like, the radios. And he was like, oh, dude, I'm, like, two floors down. What? <gasps> yeah. What yeah, so that's kind of fun. What episode oh, is that? I don't remember. I need it. I'll need send it to you. I need it. I mean, I will uh, uh, give you access to somewhere to legally watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sue me. (laughs) 
Season four, episode four. Okay, great. There we go. That is this Waverly Hills bad boy. That's my jam and toast. Broast. Yeah, I need to watch. I need to watch that. I don't think I it's ever watched them. Really good. I it's need, really good. I need. Okay, great. Um, can we I go? Mean, we can, we can, but I am gonna scream. Absolutely. Because I've never. That's expected. S- right. I've never actually like. I've experienced ghostly things. I have never yeah. seen a ghostly thing. Okay, that's fair. I, st- yeah. I still don't know if I have or haven't, because, like, the shadow person could have been a real thing or could have not been. I don't know. That was real. I'm just... I don't know. Am I maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I've never experienced something that has made me go, that was real. That was a thing. Well, your brain's not gonna... That's true. Your, your brain is always gonna rationalize it of, of that wasn't real, because... I mean, that's a, that's a good point. If your brain can't comprehend it, it's like, that didn't happen. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. that's fair. I don't understand it, so it's not a thing. That's fair. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Isn't that... Oh, wait. Is that a thing? (laughs) Wait. Isn't that just what adults do when they're like, I don't understand this, so it's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Every time I get the little toothpaste pellets that I have to chew up, I always think Uh about when I... When I gave when I tried to give one to you and you're like it's new and it scares me so I don't want it. <laughs> it <laughs> yep. it's, it's new and I don't understand it so it scares me and I don't want it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. But at least Great. I have the um, emotional bandwidth to go. I don't think I like this and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. You so, do you, but mm. let's see how far it is. <gasps> really? Yes, bitch. It's in Louisville. It's like four four and a half hours for me. Right. I want to know how far it is from me. Oh. <laughs> fucking far. Jesus fucking Christ. It's told huge. You. And it's yes, open. It's beautiful. It's open. You're right. Yeah. It's open. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. I you hate can do tours. You. Why? It's nine hours. I mean, I was trying to get you to go before you moved to Virginia. Well, there's an airport in Louisville, right? Yeah. Can you pick me up at the airport? Yeah. Okay. What a I'll dumb question. A- of course I can. Okay, Always. then I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll look at, uh, keep an eye on plane tickets, and then uh, figure out when you get a vacation in spring, and we'll go. Hell yeah! Because it's one of those things of like, if we're gonna travel somewhere for the first time, I, as much as I don't want to see a ghost, it better be worth my fucking time. I better see a ghost. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. But, but like one. Yes. Just yeah. Just one, just one ghost, one experience. Then leave me alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. So okay. we are going to do a two and a half hour uh, historical tour before we do the spooky, spooky ghost tour. <sighs> FYI. Of course. Yeah. For because, you. Hello. Fine. But I'm going to moan and groan the whole time. Be like, That's acceptable. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. You can do that. But I'm definitely going to be like, oh, look at all the things. Let's talk about all the stuff. And okay. I'm going to annoy the fuck out of you with like history information. Let's make Get it Get ready. Let's make it happen. It's yeah, so we cool. Can get, we can get like a hotel. We do like a quick weekend turnaround. Yeah. Like, yeah. F- like come up, f- fly in Friday, do the thing like Saturday night, maybe do something else Sunday, and then I'll fly out. You can go home and I'll fly out Monday. Hell yeah. Cool. I made a mistake. What the fuck did you do? I made a mistake. I looked up historical pictures. Made a mistake. Don't stop. Close it. 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 Hit it. Hit the X. Oh my god, that's really sad. Okay, hit, yeah, we're gonna not look hit, at those. Hit the X, god damn okay. it. Okay, we're done. All right, Move, moving along now. Moving along. Yeah. So this is part of the episode where we give shout out to our news Patreon members. However, we do not have any news Patreon members today, and that is a okay. So if you want to support us in non-monetary funds, 
wait. If you want to wait before, if you do yes. want to support us, please be sure to head over to patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her and you will get a shout out right here, right now in the middle of our podcast. Now, if you don't, if you, if, if you are unable to support us monetarily wise, which is okay in this economy, I understand. Please be sure to drop that rate and review on iTunes podcast. I'm fucking this up. Apple podcast. There we great. go. <laughs> also drop that rate review if you're on Spotify. And anywhere else, I almost said Spotify podcast. And anywhere hey. else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because <coughs> if you like what we do, rate and review. Thank you. You're welcome. I had to make sure you're paying attention to me. I, w- I was waiting on you. I know. I know. I had to make sure you're paying attention to me because you had to tell me about your butt earlier. <laughs> so. I forgot about that already. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Doing like, doing like exercises hurt. Christmas. I love it. I love it. What? Christmas. Merry. Why are you saying Christmas? Happy Christmas. Because we're, I work in retail and Christmas music is already playing. It's not even Thanksgiving. No, they started playing it the day before Halloween. I'm ready to cry. I hate how capitalism ah. has just fucking ruined all of this. Oh, absolutely, it's awful. I'm. It's awful. Welcome to retail hell. Ah. Ah. All right, are you ready for mine? Yes. Tell me a story. It's- it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, pretty. Uh, spooky. I love spooky. It's pretty. Give fucking... me the spookening. <laughs> it's scary, but I'm gonna give like a kind of like foreshadow spoiler alert. It's most of the terrifying things have only pretty much been documented by Zachary Bagel Bites and Company. <gasps> That's okay. I enjoy Zachary Bagel Bites and Co. But this is the one place that like made Zachary scream like a little girl, and we will get there. <gasps> Hell yeah! We will, Give me. We will get there. Give me the bitch baby bagans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this this place is called Goldfield Hotel, okay, in Goldfield, Nevada. Okay. So, the town of Goldfield, Goldfield. I don't know why I'm why I'm struggling. I'm struggling. So, this great. was this this town was 100 percent and completely the result of a massive gold rush boom that occurred. That occurred, was found in the surrounding mountains. All right. Okay. So this happened in 1902. They found large deposits of, of gold uh, found in the hills, down in the hollers. And naturally, the town that was just anywhere from like a few dozen to maybe a couple hundred. I don't know. I got I got different numbers. Um, sprang to like 200,000 people. Excuse Jesus. 20,000. 20, I'm so sorry. 20,000 oh, people oh. in like a month-ish yowzers that's a lot of fucking people in a short yeah. very period of time so this became the largest city in nevada in just a few years what the fuck with three newspapers five banks and a mining stock exchange christ yep so this this place took the fuck off right yeah it did jesus so at the time at the time so like early 1900s I really hate that I have to say early 1900s. The early 1900s. Jesus Christ. $80 million had f- in to- like it, it estimated in total had f- had was flowing had come out of the golden uh, veins. That's and a it- lot of stuff. Yes. So with rich residents meant really nice fucking things in the town, right? Which that makes sense. Right. So the Goldfield Hotel was one of them and it opened in 1908 and it was the finest one of the finest hotels between san francisco and denver some oh, people say some people say chicago like some people say it went even further 
Wow. And it was just the most, it was described as like the most divine building in all of Goldfield. Okay. On the grand opening of that day, it had a total of 100, 154 rooms. And it, in legend has it, on the opening day, champagne flowed down the grand staircase. Because that's like how much money that they had. That's offensively bougie. It's offensively. So each room was fitted with a telephone. Okay, mind you, this oh. is 1908. A telephone, electric lights, a heating system. Yes, I was in the rooms. Okay, I, I, got, I got confused. So then the lobby was finished with mahogany paneled wood, Ooh. leather benches, crystal chandeliers, and gold leaf ceilings. Damn. This bougie. place is bougie as fuck. Yes, yes. It also had a full functioning Otis elevator. And that moves 300 feet per minute, which was like one of the fastest elevators, like at the time, an Otis, O-T-I-S elevator. Oh, they still exist. Do they? Yeah, apparently. Neat. They're from Farmington, Connecticut. Oh, that's cool. Is it the one where like you close the gate and then you like pull the lever? I think they just make regular elevators now. So like... (laughs) Okay. There is a, in Asheville, North Carolina, there is a sky bar uh-huh. that you can go to. And part of the, like, quote unquote experience is to get to the sky bar, which is a bar on the roof of a very tall building. That makes sense. You have to get on one of those old elevators where it's like you open the gates, like, has to have a operator and yeah. has to open the gates, let you in, closes the gates, and then flips a lever to, like, bring you up to the top floor. I mean, like, that's kind of cool. It is cool. Yeah. That's much less scary than, like, have you ever been in one of those elevators where, like, it's glass? <laughs> so you see the exterior of where you're going? Because that scares me so fucking bad because I hate elevators. I am scared of elevators. Oh. You remember the hotel that Alex and I, like, snuck into and we, no? like, went running around? It was the Gaylord Hotel in <gasps> National yes. Harbor. Yes. So that bitch has like 23 floors and it's when you go up the elevators, they are all glass and mm. you can see out of them. Yeah. When you go up, what was cool, if you Google that hotel really quick, mm. the the rooms outlined that like, go around the like a center um, atrium where uh. that's also closed in. So when you go up the elevators, you can look down into the atrium where like everyone's like walking around and there's like a little house and fake plants and water features. Is this in Nashville? No, this is in National Harbor, uh, Maryland. Just type in Gaylord National well, Harbor. Well, you just type in Gaylord and it pops up with the other thing. The Nashville one. Oh, that's pretty. It's massive. It's massive. Wow, I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> it was so much fun. We went running around that bitch and we were like sneaking up into the floors when we weren't supposed to, but we weren't doing anything. We were just trying to like see how high we could get and like go to the edges and like look down over the bay. No, I, um, (laughs) the Dragon Con hotels in Atlanta have that same thing uh, where it's on the interior and it's terrifying because if you've ever been to a convention, uh, the elevators start to smell like they're burning because they're going up and down so many times. They're terrifying. Oh my god. Yeah. Never mind. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. I have a fear of elevators and that makes it worse. Okay, good to know. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> Zoe doesn't like her new blue shirts or elevators. Awesome. Can confirm. Both of them are equally <laughs> as awful as the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So on top of the elevator that Zoe would probably be afraid of, uh, they mm-hmm. also brought in chefs from Europe. Oh, that's cool. 
So this was this whole thing was just designed to be like the upper echelon crust of finer society. You know what I mean? Big bougian. Yeah, so it was bougie bougie. So <clears throat> eight years later, uh, uh, what come what goes up must come down. Uh, the the gold shit start started to run out. Just to like elevators. <laughs> what goes up must come down. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> God damn it. Ah, so uh by 1920 the town probably comprised of about 1500 people okay they all left ouch yeah and fun fact in 1923 a fire broke out in like this very ghost town of a place and it took out 27 blocks that's a lot yeah of homes and businesses where like (sighs) nobody was nobody was there well, I mean, it could be worse. It could have been, like, places people were living. True. I mean, Ooh. homes. I don't know oh, if they're yeah. empty homes, but, like, mm. the pro- I would say the majority of it was empty buildings at this point because it's a okay. fucking fair. ghost town. Yeah, fair. So Ugh. by the time it was all said and done, uh, it, depending on who you ask, depending on what source you look at, the, the town – actually – Fuck that. Let's just let's just Google it. Let's just gold let's gold just find out. Like Nevada. Let's Tell just me the, the learn. census. It's the population. Popul- <laughs> <laughs> in twenty twenty. Uh-huh. The population of Goldfield. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Two hundred and thirty-four. Uh-uh. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. Funnily enough, it was actually called Goldfield, Nevada, literally because of the gold that was found there. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I didn't put that together until I just read that. <laughs> you big fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, actually, the population's going down. It's a huh. uh, had a resident population of 468 in 2010. Shit. In, tw- in 2000, there was 440. So Whoa. people people keep leaving, which I don't blame them. There's nothing fucking there. No, me either. So who built the Goldfield Hotel? I'm so Tell glad, me. Zoe, you were out here asking the important questions. I only ask the important questions. <laughs> so this fucker's name was George E. <laughs> Georgie? Hol- George E. No. George <laughs> E. Holsworth. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm four years old. So <laughs> this so okay, depending on who you ask, some people say that uh Holsworth was an architect who built the hotel and then sold it to George Wingfield. Or Why is everybody it was named fucking George. George Oh yeah, you're right. I don't I don't fucking I don't pay attention. Whatever. Um I don't pay attention to men. So That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Uh, sold it. So, depending on who you ask, George Wingfield either built it or George E. Holsworth built it. But either way, it comes into possession of George Wingfield, and he is a banker, mining magnate. What? Magnet. Magnet. Oh, that's it's fucking just, embarrassing. Yeah. You're fine. That's no, it's embarrassing. Not, it's not magnet like the traditional magnet. It's like magnet like the person. Mining magnet. I don't get it. Uh, it's like um, somebody who got on. lucky. No, it's um, a wealthy and influential person in business. Ah. Is the straight definition. Imaginate. Okay. Mag- magnate. Okay, that's what we're calling Ma- <laughs> Magnet. 
Uh, Race to the soul. Just yeah. twist that knife a little bit more, please. This is fine. <sighs> and he was the joint older joint owner of the Goldfield Consolidate Mines Company. <laughs> it's uh, all in my head. <laughs> you want to fix your hair there? That's yeah, fine. It's a little cockatiel. It's okay. You're doing great. We're almost. We're getting there. So, so let's see. The the old this new hotel was built on the land of the previous Nevada hotel, which burned down in 1905. Oh shit! So at the time, the Goldfield, what? Wait. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. 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 I got it. All right. I'm following. I'm a little slow. Are you tracking? Yeah. No, I'm tracking. Okay. You sure? I thought, yeah, I thought that I was like, wait, you mean the original gold, whatever, gold, fucking gold place burned (laughs) down? And then the, like, this is the second one? That is correct. I mean, technically, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Sort of. The Goldfield Hotel was built on the site that a previous hotel had been on. Correct. Not this is the second Goldfield, which is what I thought was being said. So, hence my confusion. Okay. I'm glad... Oh, God, we're all here on the same I page. I figured it out same. all by myself. Look at me. The same. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the, Gold, the Goldfield Hotel at the time in 1905 or 1908 costed $300,000, which back then, Whoa. no, back then, that was a fuck ton of money. Like, it cost $300,000 in 1905? Yes. The I don't think that the currency converter goes back that far. I think it only goes to 1915 or 1916. Okay. Huh. Wow. What? So it would be the equivalent of $10 million today. There you go. Inflation. Wow. Wow. The Goldfield Hotel merged with the Bonanza Hotel Company, which was Wingfield <laughs> Bonanza. Bonanza. His buddy uh, who owned that company was Casey McDaniel. And he was uh, wheeling a dealing. So Wingfield owned the hotel and McDaniel ran the place. So Wingfield went on to be a very wealthy political figure by the age of 30. Mm -hmm. He was a kid. He's a child. Your age. Can you imagine being a fucking mining tycoon and owning a hotel? That would be amazing. So moving on from Wingfield, he kind of like, when he sold it to his buddy, he kind of like fucked off from the place. So... It was later sold to Newton Crumley in 1923, who was another hotel entrepreneur, and he was gonna he was gonna take a crack at bringing this place back to life. You know what I mean? He was gonna like bring he was gonna bring the people back. He was like, nah, yeah. I want a shot at this. I could do this. And he actually dug two mining shafts underneath the hotel, trying to find more gold. That seems dumb. And was not successful. Yeah. Yeah. So now there's I- just. I also forget that, like, gold mines are a thing or just mines in general are a thing because I live in Tennessee where, like, everything is fucking red clay mud and if you dig down, like, you ruin the structural integrity for everything and there's also, like, a fuck ton of caves and a fuck ton of sinkholes and if you're not careful, your shit's gonna collapse. Kind of like the time that that dumped or garbage truck fell into an uncompleted parking garage in Cookville. (laughs) What? Did you not know about that? No. Yeah, no, there was a there was a day that a garbage truck was like it was it was right off the square. Like they went to go in and like get a dumpster and then they did the little dumpster, little dumpy dump, and then the whole thing went whoop down concrete and all. Just down. 
I need I need the article. When did that did that happen after I left? No. No, you were still here. Uh huh. blah, blah, blah. garbage truck. On the square? Yeah. Or right off the square. Okay. I need that article. Look it up in the Herald Citizen, please. Falls <laughs> into parking garage. There's no parking garage in the There was. And the square? There's no parking garage on the square. What are you talking about? Is that the place? Here's a video. Mm. I had to get a crane. Yeah, this shows you like where it is. It's a little little Facebooky linky boy. Hold on. Send it. Send it. I need to time out. Everybody time out. Everyone just Sorry, everybody. You get to listen as we like discover things. There you go. Uh, Let's see. Fox Nashville videos. Cookville garbage truck pulled from hole in pavement is the name of the video. Correct. It turns out that it was a parking garage that was never completed nor sealed up correctly. Because <laughs> of fucking course it wasn't. Oh. I don't remember which. Oh, yeah. Which here's that, like, here's a, need, a picture. Hold on. Here's I need a better to know one. on the map where the fuck this happened. Also, that's typical that they started a parking garage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so dumb. <laughs> where uh, building is that? Uh, that is, let me, let me look at these pictures. It's, oh shit. Yeah, because there's a little, a little parking garage. Uh, do you know where Bobby Q is moved? Um. It's right across from that. Bobby Q's. Yes. Bobby Q's. I know the name and I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. Bra- Broad Street? It's fine. It's fine. If we don't, it's. It's fine. It's it's, it's not fine. that okay. All right. Sorry, everybody. It was important. <laughs> it was a garbage <laughs> truck. It was just it was a garbage deal. truck that fell in a hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Tangents. It's fine. We're allowed. We're allowed like three tangents per episode. Okay. We have. I think definitely I think we've used more than one. Surpassed that limit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's what the um noise. That's that's what the truncate silent is. Truncate silence is for an audacity. Oh my god. That's what. That's what uh, makes the episode shorter and more easier to listen to because there's just no awkward long pauses. Yeah, that makes sense. It's less processing for me. Anyways. Woo! But as the mines dried up even more, uh, back to the same back to the same issue. Back of to the, the mines. <laughs> back to the, the actual fucking story that you're here to listen to. Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, so the, the hotel is, is pointless. Yeah, I mean, without people, it's pretty pointless. <laughs> Uh, at the beginning of World War II, the U.S. Army actually owned the hotel. <gasps> yes. Get them. So they bunked up in there, lived in that bitch. There was a, there's a fort nearby, I think, north of Goldfield. So okay. they would would send the troops down there to bunk up and hang out there oh, or damn. whatever. And uh, right. after 1945, the hotel was shut down. Oh, shit. After so the end of the war. Right. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Then a private owner, I put downer, owner, private owner. A private downer, I bet he was. It was a fucking downer. Uh, In 1980, bought it and started throwing millions at it to try and bring it back to life. Hell yeah, throw some money at it. (laughs) Just take my money. As as he got to about 80% of renovations, his his company went bankrupt and he could (gasps) not finish the restorations on the house. That's so sad. On the hotel. Oh, it's this place. So, because this company went bankrupt, he lost the property and it went back to the county. 
fuck. Now, the last owners, and then we'll get to the hauntings. The last owner, Red Roberts, um, nickname Red. His nickname was Red. I didn't actually catch his first name. Red Roberts purchased it in 2003 in an auction for three hundred sixty thousand dollars in 2003. Okay. That's nothing. Right. That's nothing. Like holy shit. I, I could afford that, which is really fucking funny. So what? Red planned to finish up the renovations. He want the the idea was to make it a forty five room hotel with a casino and cafe, and he wanted to do it to bring back some of the people to the area. Yeah, and he did stuff here and there, but never finished it. Never oh, shit. finished it. Um, don't I think it was just because he was fighting a up, uphill battle with va- vandalism, mm. and it was handed off to his son that does hit or miss ghost tours of the place. Oh, interesting. It's so, so pretty. Like so now, we will get into the hauntings. Tell me. So there is a staple ghost of the place, which we will talk about in Zachary's episode. <gasps> okay. It's a spirit of a woman by the name of Elizabeth, and she was, legend has it, a mm. sex worker in the area. Oh. This was supposedly George Wingfield's mistress. <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. You know it. The drama. The drama. Am I the drama? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So yes. so back to the, the story drama. She <laughs> she uh came to him and was like, I am pregante <gasps> with your child. Um pregurgant? Per- <laughs> I am preggers. <laughs> and he was like, here's some money, go the fuck away. <laughs> Yeah, what? Because like he was married and had like a business, and that was scandalous back then. Well, I mean, it's still scandalous. I mean, I mean, you just—I thought gonna... people just like gave you money and was like, "It's okay, sweetie, we'll get married," and then didn't like divorce the first wife, and then suddenly they have two families. I thought that was a thing people did back then, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't really get away with that now because you know everything's registered through the state. That and like. <laughs> Uh, straight white women are better investigators than FBI agents. So good, good luck with that. <laughs> so, uh, where did I? Where did I? Oh, so he at first he paid her. Said, "Go the fuck away. You're gonna ruin everything. You're, I'm gonna lose my business. Gonna lose my wife. Go away." But then he got afraid that <gasps> no, she was. It was like it was gonna come about. So no, this is really fucked up and sad. I'm so sorry. This is fucked no. Up. He kept her chained to the radiator in room 109 the whole entire time she was pregnant. That's not okay. No, it's not. So uh, he only came in to give her food and water until the child was born. When the child was born, they both disappeared. I don't know what that means, but I'm hoping they're just gone. uh, There's two rumors as to what happened to them. None of them are good. None of them are good. Uh. The first uh, first rumor is that he murdered her and then threw the baby down the mine shaft. Well, that wasn't very... That doesn't make any sense because why would you feed somebody for nine months and then kill her and the kid? Right. So then the second one... Also, Wingfield had left the area before the mine shafts were built. Mm. Okay, so, so that one doesn't That make one sense. doesn't really make sense. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, because it didn't make sense in my brain either. Like, what? <laughs> so the second theory, which makes more sense, is that they both died at childbirth. Oh no! Probably because yeah. when you get chained to a fucking radiator for the whole entire time, and you're just fed probably shit food. 
Yep. That no was probably he probably didn't pay for a doctor. No, was probably forcing her to just have the child. That's <laughs> terrible. That's fucked up. So people have seen her apparition wa- wandering around the hotel. <laughs> she is seen wearing a white gown and uh-huh. having long flowing hair. That makes sense. She looks very sad, and other times there are sounds of a woman crying, which people speculate that is her spirit crying about her baby in the situation. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. When they, <sighs> when people do go to room 109, they do sometimes see her, and it is extremely cold in the room. Now, I'm going to tell you a fact, and I want you to remember this. Okay. There is a photo of her in the room, like apparently one exists where somebody captured a thing of her, but uh-huh. that's not what I want to tell you. This is what I want to tell you. Cameras do not work in 109. There's like speculation that like she doesn't like cameras or whatever, but there is something there that does not like cameras, and I want you to remember that. Okay. Okay. I can remember that. So there's two other popular spirits there. Um, they're there, and sometimes they get referenced to they like some like interesting things pop up in investigations that allude to these two individuals but nothing like heavy is there about it like sometimes you might get an evp about a gun so one spirit that is there is a man who he either jumped from the hotel roof or shot himself those are very different yes those are very different but nonetheless there was a man who killed himself in the hotel okay okay second one is a woman hung herself in the hotel okay so those are two spirits that are, like, kind of known, like, sensed, and then, like, there's always reference to, like, other spirits. I read this, and I could not get any more information than what I found. Either there is no other information, or I suck. I don't know. Fair. I mean, there's a, There's a spirit called the Stabber. I don't like that that's what it's called. Me neither. Uh, that, that is very indicative of the name, I guess, at least. <laughs> it's it's like I mean, you can almost infer what's about to happen, right? So located in the gold room, this is said to be an evil spirit that looms in the dining room. Okay. And legend, rumor, whatever has it that if anyone crosses a threshold with a large knife, they are attacked by the spirit. That doesn't, that does that, mm, that sounds like the anti-stabber, actually. Right. <laughs> Because it's, you have a knife, and I don't want you to have a knife. That's right. the anti-stabber. That's not the stabber. I'm upset. Right. right. So, it doesn't hurt people, though. Like, it just kind of, like, flusters you, apparently. When I say, quote, attacks, it's air quote attacks. And then it just oh. immediately goes away. Like, it'll just oh. ruffle you up a little bit and then just fuck off. I don't know. It I don't... rustles your jimmies and it'll then ru- <laughs> It'll rustle <laughs> your jimmies and then proceed to fuck right off. So... That's that's the stabber. I don't know. Whatever. Moving right along. The uh, George George Wingfield himself is also weirdly enough still in the building. People are like, why he was apparently rarely ever there. I guess unless it was a feat Elizabeth. Ugh. That's um, what he gets for chaining up his lady friend. I guess now they're both stuck there. Good. Fuck him. So he he is known for being nearby. Um, if you see or smell fresh cigar smoke, ooh. And there have been, they have found fresh ash in his room on the first floor. Like, they'll Whoa. find hot ash. That's wild. Yeah. Which, that's fucking crazy that people find ash. But um, his mm. presence is also sometimes sensed on the grand staircase. Ooh. That's cool. 
All right. Are you ready to get into the ghost adventures bit? Tell me about it. So some, yeah. So, so unfortunately, some of the most tangible evidence that has come out of the Goldfield Hotel was done by ghost adventures and crew during multiple investigations uh, oh, spanning spanning about 10 years. Huh. In 2004, which I don't think was made an episode, they just have the footage. Okay. Because, like, they didn't start airing Ghost Adventures in 2004, did they? I don't remember. I know they did a lot of, like, live ghost events and stuff, or, like, um, ghost events where they would, like, invite people from the community to come and investigate with them before they got, like, super big. I know right. that they did that. Well, what, um, was, what was the year the, the episode Bobby Mackey came out? Because that was their first ever episode. Uh, One moment. Oh, what year? 2009? Okay, so this was several years. Okay, so they were doing... 2008, excuse me. Okay, so they were doing investigations before they actually made it onto the TV. That makes sense. On the Teletube, you know what I mean? So... They went there in 2004, and they did they did the whole recording shebang, blah, without the people, like, without, like, actually just airing it to Discovery TV or wherever. They actually caught on camera poltergeist activity. Holy shit. This, this is the one clip, I don't, if it's sometimes, I get cold chills fucking thinking about it. Um, If you watch Ghost Adventures, which you should, it's great, except for the fact that he's like, I'm gonna... Fuck these ghosts up! I'm Zach that's part Bagel of my, part of the but charm. I love that's it. A par- absolutely, the, that's the Zach Bagel Bites charm. Absolutely, uh, you could sometimes cap. You can sometimes see it in the openings of the show. But as they were moving through the hotel basement and asking questions, a brick that was laying on the floor projects that off. One. Yes, this is that place. Oh, a brick projects itself off of the floor at about a 45 degree angle and flies across the room. They catch this on camera. Okay. He starts screaming. Zach starts screaming because this was probably like one of their, probably one of their first investigations. And like, that's pretty fucking intense to experience for the first thing. And then boards that were laying up against the wall get flipped over and kind of start levitating t- in the air and really fall on the ground at such an awkward angle. But once they see the board start flying up, they Zach starts screaming to stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's the point that it's like we're gonna get hurt. Time to go. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you ever watch it open and you hear like you see boards flying and he's screaming stop, that is this place. That Jesus. is this place. And he goes there like I think three times and does like a, a massive Damn. group investigation. But so that that happened. That happened in 2004. In 2007, Debbie Costantino, may she rest in peace, went there with a news channel station to follow up Zach's footage, okay? So they go, and she, of course, does the whole, she's like an EMP, was an EMP pro, and Mm. EVP. Yes. EVP pro. EVP pro. She uh, asked the spirit if, I guess they were in the basement, so they had asked if the spirit, um was the one if, the, if that spirit was the one who threw the bricks in the board and they class a like it, it sounds like somebody is fucking talking into that mic and it says thank you but we've done it woof so that was like a confirmation of like they knew it was zach and like the spirits confirming that they did throw that shit and they did not make that up they didn't tie any strings or shit to it in 2008 they do a 30 people group investigation uh-huh and a man is pelted by just little rocks. No. Yes, and no, thirty thank people you. 
witness it. Everyone sees this man get pelt by rocks. Nope. I'm good. And he picks it up and he's like, this is a rock that just fucking hit me. What the hell? Everyone sees it. Okay. Hmm. So in 2013, they go back. And so they did this as like a special. And this is, I think, one of the ones that actually made it to the telly. So they start off with the date. They, they do like a daytime investigation. Yeah. And like check out the lay of the land and get the history and whatnot before they start doing the nighttime investigation, which shit just starts hitting the fan just right out of the gate. Like as soon as they show up, they're like, yeah, it, it doesn't feel good in here. And then shit starts happening. So they're hanging out with the caretaker because there's a woman that comes in and kind of like keeps an eye on the place during the day and also brings Elizabeth's flowers in her room 109, which is super well, that's sweet. That's actually really sweet. Yeah. Yes. No, I'd probably do that. Yes. So they're in that area and Zach is holding an Oculus. Okay. An Oculus? Yeah. That's it. That Ovulus? Ovulus. Thank you. Ovulus. Oculus You're is welcome. a VR headset. So I was like, yeah, that's not right. That's, that's, that's that thing. That's an Oculus. Um, What's it called? Ovulus. 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 Let's change yeah. a C to a V. It is now Ovulus. All right. So the Ovulus comes back and it says Nick. This is Whoa. when Nick. This is when when Nick was with him. But no, apparently, back in their like 2008 investigation, Nick was like, "I feel like a bad entity's here." So it's like, this feels does bad. That, does that entity know Nick? Do they want to hold hands? They want to do so, more than hold hands. <laughs> so, as they're putting down the flowers and doing all this shit, the ovulus is just going off. Like it's just like word after word. It's talking about the flowers, the foliage. It's going off, and like it's Elizabeth, and she's like whatever mm. and they put down the flowers and they're looking at it and the f- there's no wind okay the windows are not open it's not windy and all of a sudden the, f- the foliage just moves and they <laughs> no. they don't they don't capture it on camera but the caretaker zach and everyone else saw it but they just it, it was such a fine movement that the cameras didn't pick it up and they were like damn it so then no. as they're walking away all of a sudden his obvious goes foliage he, he goes is she going to touch it again? And he goes back running into the room. As soon as they set the camera down, the like branch of one of the little like flowers in there just moves. It's very obvious. Like it's not like did it did the wind? No, it was like whoop, like someone like hit their finger on it. No. It was fucking creepy. So this is all in broad daylight, and as they are recording, they hear footsteps upstairs. No. Yes, there is somebody stomping around upstairs. So they, of course, send Aaron to go look. Because they're fucking mean. Yes. And so even as they're up there, they keep hearing the fucking footsteps. No. Yes. So they're like, all right, it's time to set the X cameras and let's get going. So they get everything set up. Throughout the night, they get a couple EVPs worth noting. One of them was Let Me Have It. Oh, and they, wow. They they think it was in reference to the camera that was set in, up in room 109. And as I, as I asked you to remember, there's an entity in 109 that does yes. not like cameras. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, did it fucking break the camera? No, but it, like an little orb flew into the camera. Uh-huh. And then you hear something say, let me have it. And then a little orb flies out of the camera. And then as clear as fucking day in the same room, uh-huh. you hear another EVP that says, you are shit in my house, and it's a deep man's voice. Oh, that's gross. That's fucking creepy. Blech. So at one point, of course, Zach is getting mad because he's just feeling the vibe of the room, right? And he's just pacing around, being fucking pissed off, and all of a sudden, he just takes a swipe at Aaron's camera. Jesus. And so he was later, he was like, 
something was telling me just to hit that camera. I was just pissed that Aaron had a camera, and it's like, buddy. <laughs> oh, no. It's a little sus that there's something that doesn't like cameras, and now it's like having Being Zach a weirdo hit some camera. Yeah, I thought that was coincidental. I don't know, but I'll just... I don't, uh, I'll I don't just, like it either way. I'll just... Yeah, I don't like it either way, but I'm just going to leave that information there for, you know, any, you know, anybody to sort through on their own time. So, this is wild. While Zach was on the second floor by himself, he's, like, standing in the hallway in front of the X camera, and he has a camera in his hand. Mm-hmm. And as he is talking, he's like, do it again. Do it again. I want to see you do something. Do it again. A rock flies off of the ground, hits his shoe, and then just arcs through the air, like, about two to three feet up into the air and lands. What the and he fuck? He was like, he was like, did a rock just hit my foot? And the guys on the static camera were like, oh my god, did that rock just hit you? And he was like, Jesus. did you guys get that? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So it's clear as fucking day. You can see this rock just hit his shoe and just arc through the air and land on the ground. That's terrifying. No, thank Ugh. you. Yep. Apparently, in the previous investigation, Nick was hit in the back by a rock in that same exact spot, and they also caught that on camera. Jesus. Somebody doesn't like people being there, likes to pelt them with rocks. Somebody doesn't like them. So at another point that they're in there, they're on like the second floor checking out that same spot. As they're as they have the um shit. What's the one where it's like it changes the spirit box? radio spirit box? They have a spirit box and they're running it. And all of a sudden, you hear something, and Nick goes, stop, 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 turn it off, turn it off. And you hear a woman, clear as fucking day, as if somebody is in the room standing next to him talking, and then Whoa. another guy talking. And they are convinced that there is somebody in that in the house, like somebody has snuck their way yeah. in. So they go running outside to see, because they thought it, it sounded like a man and a woman fighting. So they actually ran to the backside of the hotel to make sure that there was nobody out there getting in a fight. Yeah. And so Whoa. they came back in, and they were like, Oh, no, that was two ghosts. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. So That's they go crazy. back to the what? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we can go here, but also no, it's like. I'm good. Thank you. You don't, get, you don't want to get hit by a rock? No, not really. I do. I'm good. I don't want to bleed. <laughs> it might make me bleed my own blood. That's fair. I don't want to do no that. One, no one makes me bleed my own blood. Correct. Right. So when they go back to Elizabeth's room. They catch all kinds of fucking noises, like clanking of the radiator. They hear some, like, weird shuffling, like, which the room is tiny. So, like, all of the noises that are happening are right in front of them. Jesus. So they're all standing there like, what the fuck is <laughs> what going is happening? on? What is happening? Why are all these noises happening around the foliage? And so they brought in a teddy bear that had a little EMP, EMP, EMF e detector yeah. in it. And the previous night, they did a two-night investigation. The previous night... Nothing happened. That little teddy bear did not go off, blah, blah, blah. A second night, when they brought in more flowers, that teddy bear was going the fuck off. Jeez. Yeah. And there was no electricity near it. They weren't even anywhere near it. And it was, like, responding to questions. I don't like that. And it was, it was really fucking intense in that room. Yeah. Sounds like. So that's the Goldfield Hotel. I don't like it. It was really good. Scary. So I don't want it. <laughs> So nope. you mean to tell me we're going to go to a place with fucking crawlers? Yeah, but they're not going to, like, hurt you. I think these boys would hurt you. I mean, yeah, throwing a rock and a beam. Yeah. Mm -mm, I don't want it. I'm good. I do. I want okay. it. Okay. I mean, you can go. You can let what? me know how it is. <laughs> can you just stand outside and wait for, like, can you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can just, yeah. Can you just wait for me outside? I'll go in. <laughs> I'll stand outside like it's phasmophobia and just, hey, you're good. As, like, the you... door locks and it shuts all by itself and you're stuck you inside. Be... 
You mean yeah. that's what I did when we played? Yeah, I remember. I didn't die, though. Huh. I died spiritually. All right. <laughs> so that's the uh, Goldfield Hotel. Well, that was gross. Thank you. It was quite good. I didn't tell all of it because obviously, like, I don't want to just talk about the entire episode, but you should go watch it. Yeah. Um, is it on Hulu? Disney Plus, I think. No, oh, fuck. Excuse me. Discovery Plus. Oh, Discovery Plus. I could Plus. use my words. Honestly, if if you don't get spooked, you will laugh. It's actually yeah. kind of funny because Zachary is a funny human being. That's true. Very true. Great. So if you could give it mm. one to five ghosts, what would you give so- it? Solid four ghosts. If you could give it one to ten ghosts, what solid would you- seven and a half. That's even less. No, it's not. Maybe it is. Yes, eight out of ten ghosts is four out of five ghosts. <laughs> Whatever, eight out of ten ghosts. <gasps> oh, You're my right. God. I was Math is hard. I, get, I was waiting to see if I could get like an eight and a half. Okay, fine. I was, eight I, and a I half. Was reaching. Thank you. You're I appreciate weenie. it. You're a weenie. Yours is ten out of ten, as always. Yeah, ten out of ten. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. I, I need that you. kind of encouragement and reassurance. Well, if you put that shirt on, you no. can also get it. A- <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, I tried. Okay. All right, let's <laughs> let's wrap it up so I can uh edit this and go to bed. So, if you want to check us out, mm-hmm. please please check out our website at com. We have a contact page where you could drop a story or drop a joke, drop a drop a hi or you just email us. That's that's cool too. You could just email us at hotherbarelynowher@gmail.com. <clears throat> yes. You can also find us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at hhibkh podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. What's up? Hello. Hi. And that's that's all she wrote. It is, in fact. That's it. What time is it? Oh my god, it's nine forty. It's late. Okay. <laughs> it's late. And I, I want to go. All yes. right. So until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those spooky people with rocks. Fucking rock people. <laughs> rock your <laughs> shit. <laughs>